Hey Squad. Um, I think we're going to be a Do It With Dan episode, but we'll see what happens. Boom. All right. <laughs> oh, well, hello, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Do I speak as fast as I think I speak? I think I do. Quick tangent. I was just at the... Um, <laughs> just at the spa get my mani pedi and realized how annoying it is when someone speaks really quickly and you don't know what they're doing because everybody's speaking spanish and i can't understand anything and i feel like i can't speak any spanish but i can so i'm going to endeavor to breathe and speak a little slower very excited to introduce amber to you guys today she's a literal rock star yes i actually have a rock star for you but more so she's a rock star human really looking forward to sharing this conversation that we've had in the works for about 10 months now around authenticity abundance and just all things yummy so without further ado Emma, why don't you let the humans know who you are and what it is you do besides being fabulous ah, besides being a rock star Similar to you, I help people live into their authenticity from the inside out and primarily visionary entrepreneurs. I'm just really passionate about what this journey of harmony looks like. Like there's a million ways we can build businesses, but what does it really look like to cultivate a life and make your businesses work so that it supports you actually being in more of the life that you want to live? And mm-hmm. that's what I do primarily through my strategy coaching business, where we really pair personal transformation with business strategy. And then I have a few other businesses and also a musician as well. Yeah. <laughs> I love your last song. Was it, what was it, was it called Circus? Was oh, it the circus. circus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, oh my it's God. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah. like melodic metal. Mm-hmm. And we bring authenticity and important conversations like into the music. So I love mm-hmm. that. And look fabulous while you're doing it. FYI. Thanks. So quick pivot on this. Did you start with the Rockstar Music King or did the Rockstar Music King evolve as part of your journey? Ah, it's both. I started life as the rock star music thing. It was the earliest thing that felt true that I knew I was meant to do as a kid. But then from a combination of factors, Mm -hmm. like that didn't even seem like a reality that could exist. And Mm -hmm. I grew up in a challenging background. I became the first in my family to graduate high school. And I looked around. Amazing. Yeah. But I saw like the importance of I need to find a way to college and focus on a career path. And how do I make money as a path to bettering my life? Mm-hmm. So for a number of years, I kind of put on the back burner, my deepest, truest passion and desire, which was to be a musician as I was trying to stabilize mm-hmm. for myself, right? Like how do I feed myself and, and have the security of a home and all those things um, that took me to, so I did start a band then in my twenties while I was going into my career. But what happened is I was like a split identity. I worked in marketing and sales and I thought that nobody would take me seriously there if they knew I was a musician. So I have this Mm. interesting journey where it was the deepest, truest part of me. I hit it for a lot of years. I worked somewhere where they didn't even know I was a musician. And then a lot of my catalysts for becoming more of my true self happened by becoming an entrepreneur it happened by starting my own business. And then that's where in the last eight years since having my business, where I've fully finally have become like who I'm meant to be as a musician. And it's still evolving, 
but like now I finally just, that's who I am. And it doesn't need to exist separate from the work I do. They don't need to be different identities. Hmm. So this kind of story really raises an interesting question for me anyway may not be interesting for the rest of you but guess what it's my show so we're going to do what I find interesting (laughs) and Amber's my friend so she's going to find it interesting too out of loyalty so um obviously want to get into authenticity and living your truest self but what do you say to the person who genuinely is in a bit of a pickle because their ideal thing isn't going to give them that stability. Mm -hmm. So where do we draw that line between focusing on the thing that we desire to express in the world and yet also honour the fact that life requires certain responsibilities to be met in order to eat and have somewhere to sleep and such? Yes, my perspective on it is sometimes there's the hard things I do or the things that I do that help make the other things possible. And Mm -hmm. so I'm still coming at all of it with, I aim to have an approach of love and gratitude and enjoy it. Even if, you know, I love the work that I do that I get paid for Mm -hmm. and, but it doesn't mean that every day I love it, but I look for the good in it and the Mm -hmm. lifestyle it's making possible because it's made possible to do more of my music And also, I think a lot of times we do get stuck in a limiting belief that we can't make money doing the thing we're passionate about. And Mm -hmm. I have found more ways to make more money doing the things I'm passionate about. But when it does come to being a musician, that's not been very profitable, but I am okay with it because I have figured out a way for me to do other things that I still find joy in that make me money so that I can Mm -hmm. have more freedom and space to do my music. So it's a difficult thing to give a direct answer because I think it is so personal. Um, mm-hmm. But I also believe that I truly believe that the creative endeavors, there are paths to make money with that. It's just a personal mm-hmm. choice on how committed you are, what you're willing to do for it. Mm-hmm. And how hard are you ready to go for it? Exactly. And for me, mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to walk a path that move me toward building some wealth for the future while also being a musician. And in some ways, I guess you could say I wasn't willing to like give up everything. Like a lot of musicians I know don't own a thing. They don't have a vehicle. They don't have a house. So they can just stay on the road and tour. And I Mm -hmm. found a way that is a balance for me that feels Mm -hmm. good and allows me to do it all while managing the stress and anxiety of not knowing how you're going to pay for the next thing. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that I think was important coming, especially coming from a traumatic background where Mm -hmm. it was always the stress of how are we going to pay for the next thing? And I didn't want that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's great that you're, you're really inviting us to say, okay, what are my personal circumstances? What did I want from this? What's my personal relationship to it? And what am I prepared to pay? So even when I think about my journey as an entrepreneur, which has had ups and downs as the listeners will know, when I was making my way back from my big loss and I was working in a call center for eight hours a day, doing the same customer service call over and over again, I was actually able to be in gratitude for the time I spent in that call center because I knew it was enabling me to pay the rent on my little dingy bedsit that I was living in, get me around so I can go and have meetings. And because of the way that the work was scheduled, I could use the morning to build up my business. And as soon as I had the freedom to be able to walk away from that, I did with gratitude for the fact that it did support me in moving forward, right? So yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. The spirit of the thing. 
spiritful thing. Mm. Mm, lovely. So, question time. What does abundance mean to Amber? How does Amber define abundance? Mm. To me, it's a feeling of <laughs> feeling freedom mm -hmm. and that you are your highest expression, free of outside expectation and free of being who you authentically are based on others' expectations. So mm. to me, it's a, it's a feeling. Mm. A feeling. So, so many people have like these definitions of abundance that are predicated or sorry, should I say tied to one aspect of abundance. And I love that you like myself, don't just see it as having numbers on a screen that we call a bank account. It is having the opportunity to have the freedom to live your life in your own terms, having the freedom to make choices. Like you said, you have the freedom to find ways to express yourself through your music, the thing that you really love, because you have got that abundance. For someone that's struggling to connect authenticity with abundance, because the, the world has got all of these stories about the way that we have to get down if we want to get paid, you have to be this way, you have to be that way. From your own journey, what would you share as some tips for people that want to be more authentic when it comes to being abundant and how they live? Hmm. So I believe that there are a million ways to make money and to grow a business, but if it is in resistance to how you naturally, what your best self is to show up and who you are and in your magic and your gifts, why work against the current when you can be in flow with your, your authentic current. So for mm -hmm. me, what that looked like was all the ways I found to make money but I started to recognize, and I just, I noticed it as a feeling, I'm a feeler, mm -hmm. as you can tell, <laughs> that I would feel anxious more and more. I would be crying at my desk or in my car every day. And I didn't know why, even though I was making more money than I ever had before in my sales career. And, mm -hmm. and then that took me on a huge self-awareness journey. So for me, the more that I worked through the layers around what has me thinking that I have to pretend and be a certain way to make money and survive in the world, what's that costing me? And mm -hmm. I realized that the cost wasn't worth it because what I gain, the more that I just allow myself to be who I authentically am for me, personal freedom is my, my top value. And we each get to define what our values mean for us. But because for me, if I'm personally free, I believe in myself that I can create, do be anything that I, I authentically desire. And I don't need to do it because of what anybody else thinks, says, or expects. And I just started testing being that way. The more I did it, the more I would align with people, attract things, would mm -hmm. attract clients who actually would buy from me the more that I was being my real self. So it started to give mm -hmm. me the proof and confidence that if you can be any way and still be a success in the world, why not be the way that helps you feel? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Wayne Dyer says, like, you got two choices. Like there's you've got two things which may may or may not be true. Why are you gonna focus on the one you don't want? And same thing. If you've got a multitude of ways that you can be in the world that can all facilitate you being more financially abundant, more free, more full of life, why are you gonna do the one that feels crap instead of the one that feels real? It's like that's what it that's what it comes down to for me. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm, mm, yeah. I think there are so many examples in the world of fake like the fake it till you make it pretending 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 
I think the world really just needs more people like you that are out there just saying, no, just be your freaking real self and see what happens. And maybe it is building a relationship with that experience of real self. Because one of the things I've seen on my journey of working with people is so many people aren't even aware what real self even means because they've spent all of this time just being someone that they're not. So when you introduce the idea of maybe being your real self might be something to do, they don't even know what that is. So when it comes to finding that authenticity, I know for you, you, you felt your way into it, but it feels like you had a journey that supported you in stepping into that. But for the person off the street that's like, they've never had real, like what would you say to them as they're trying to find real for themselves? I'd invite them to look at anywhere that is causing them an issue or uh, it, again, it may be a feeling, it may be a problem. If you're noticing a pattern, the things mm-hmm. that aren't in flow that are when you get real with your desires, and how you feel not to keep beating that over the head, but like, how else are we aware of what's going on? If we don't actually ask ourselves, how does this thing make me feel Mm. and getting present to that? Because Mm. sometimes we're fine for a while. Things, not a problem for a while Mm -hmm. until we start to open our eyes and recognize it no longer works for us anymore. And that usually becomes the catalyst to sometimes dig a little deeper and examine okay, it makes like sense that I thought this way, or I did this work to get me to this point, but what feels true for me now? What do I want this next stage of my life to be like? And mm-hmm. examine it. And there's always new layers of it. Like, I feel that I'm living authentically unleashed as the title of my book. I'm living that now, but mm-hmm. I'm sure that a few years from now, I'll look back and I'll see ways that I even was able to deepen into that even more. But that's evolution though. And I think one of the the, the 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 key things that I find that people lose sight of is growth doesn't end. Like the work doesn't end, the game doesn't stop. And the second that you think that you've made it is when you've lost, because that means you're no longer playing the game anymore. And if you're not playing the game, then you're dying. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I, so I think authenticity is a self-awareness journey. I think mm-hmm. a growth journey is a self-awareness journey. I think they're really quite similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and authenticity for me is way more than a buzzword. It's not saying just wear what you want and say what you want. No, mm-hmm. it's, it's about being what allows you to be in your highest version of yourself, because that's ultimately what's best for you. It's best for everyone. Mm-hmm. And, but free of, again, it's peeling back because a lot of times we're programmed away because we think that's what we have to be to survive in the world, or we think we're supposed to be. And, and the way to recognize that that's just, it's not working for us when it becomes, and sometimes it shows up as feelings of stress, anxiety, fear. That's how it starts showing up. That's how it mm-hmm. showed up for me. So I think that I really feel that, feel, wink, wink. I really feel that the game here is getting to know yourself enough to know what your, your path is. I mean, this is one of the things that we, we speak about in Money DNA. This isn't a Money DNA conversation, but the, but the underlying principle that makes money DNA what it is is understanding that we are all different no two of us are the same no two of us are going to have the same path to success the same path to abundance the same path to freedom because we're all different we've all had different journeys and so the level of trauma that we're going to be able to hold uh, the level of stress that we have the capacity for how our nervous system is going to be calibrated what our needs and desires are what our dreams and aspirations are I never wanted to be a rock star. I've done some little bits of music. I've got my guitar there in the corner right now. You know, I, I do a little jamming now and then, but I never had that deep longing. And so my path to authenticity probably isn't going to include me coming up with ways to make music a part of my journey. Yes. Whereas one of my best friends, he's 
one of the best rappers that I know. Um, but, you know, the music industry in the UK isn't very forgiving. And he had his little, you know, nearly theirs, but he never really got over the edge on it. And, you know, a few years ago, I said to him, but bro, like, if instead of you stop, if, if instead of you r- stopping running around trying to make these people listen to you, you had the resources to do it on your own, wouldn't that be better? And that's what he did. He's now got a successful business that makes six figures. And now he does amazing music videos, puts out amazing content, put it under a different uh, a different name. And he's been blowing up that way because he he he, he figured out a way to amazing. make that work for himself. Oh, mm-hmm. and, I, and I love that. What I'm hearing is too, like, look at well, what, what do you ultimately want? What do you desire? What brings you joy? And then mm-hmm. consider any paths on the table that are most aligned and authentic for you. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we're just tunnel vision that we think it can only be a certain way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that tunnel vision also comes back to this concept again of thinking that the game ends or thinking that there's only one way to do something. Mm-hmm. One of the things I love to always remember myself is that the second that I say something has to happen one way, I'm trying to take a ladle to infinite to a pot of infinite possibility and call that life. That's not. I'm limiting infinite possibility, mm-hmm. trying to constrict the universe, divine God, or whatever, and blessing me in an infinite number of ways that it can to get to my end goal. But mm-hmm. that's just my musings on a Tuesday morning. Love <laughs> it. Just my musings on a Tuesday morning. Amber, talk to me about Unleashed. Talk to me about your book. I want to know all of the things. Because you got to Wall Street, you sold like. How many copies did you sell? You you got like USA uh, Today, Wall Street Journal. You did. You it did was around five. It, yeah, my first book did, yeah, published. Yeah, it's yeah, around five thousand. I still have bigger goals to go, but no, um, but but you but you hit you hit a little, you hit a cheeky list that many people don't hit. We're not talking about a little Amazon. No disrespect to the Amazon bestsellers, but you're like official like you're up there doing the it thing is official the okay yeah this makes my rebel soul so happy that i have the wall street <laughs> journal sticker because i was I, like, I, I would i printed that sticker and i would put it on the cover of the the book before it launched and i also put mm-hmm. new york times on there even though i really don't know how to become a new york times bestseller but it's another goal that i have to work for right mm-hmm. but i um it's just part of my journey like you said we all have different journeys and part of mine has been this journey of really um, prove, mis, uh, proving that stereotypes like don't exist. And mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, just saying like, you can be whoever the heck you authentically are. When you look at all the things from my background, they don't seem like they would go together to become a bestseller or to be mm-hmm. like a well-paid business strategist coach, you know, farming mm-hmm. background, first in my family to graduate high school. I'm a metal head, front woman in a metal band, like all these things, farmer. Now I have a CBD hemp grain business. Like mm-hmm. they don't. And so that's kind of what the whole point of the book is that mm-hmm. when you're unleashed, it's who you authentically are. And mm-hmm. you don't need to explain, make sense of it for other people because mm-hmm. we're finally seeing as humans that you don't have to fit within constructs and have things make sense according mm-hmm. to the so-called structure. And that's what the book yes. is. It's a journey to yes, help queen. Be that. Yeah. It's yes, weird. queen. <laughs> so someone who's picking up this book, they're gonna, they're gonna feel they're gonna feel the permission, could I say, to just unleash their inner yes. authentic self. They'll connect, yes, they'll connect more with their true self. And mm. can I swear on this podcast? If you fucking want to, love. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound cliche, but people have said, like, wow, you helped me tap into my inner badass. Mm-hmm. It's true. 
it's that Mm -hmm. place where you're like, I can fucking do this. Like Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. a, a real thing that gives you the confidence and power to overcome anything. And it's tapping into that in a really deep, authentic, meaningful way, looking at values, really, really looking into the ways that you, that we're giving power away and and what that means to have empowered boundaries and really allow yourself to feel into and and dream into what you really desire, but then actually take the steps to create it and Mm. live into possibility. It's, it's what the book is a journey around that. Mm. I love that. I love that. So listeners, go ahead and make sure we'll pop something in the show notes for you to grab the Wall Street Journal bestselling book by my homie Amber. We'll pop that for you guys to go and grab it. <laughs> uh, have you done an audio book yet? I'm recording an audio book of Money Game at the moment and I really don't and enjoy I it. I still have a goal to do that. My goal is to do it by the end of this year. I have a few days left. Let's see if it happens. <laughs> I, I believe in you. <laughs> yeah. When, when I first put out Stepping Beyond the Intention, my, my main book, um, I paid somebody, I paid a company to do the audiobook. But I think because we're re-releasing that one in the new year um, under Simon and Schuster's. And I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna record it. I'm actually gonna record it. I'm gonna just lock myself in the studio for a week. Amazing. You're releasing it in 2023. Yeah, January January or February. We've got a fabulous. Yeah, the, the the publishers are letting me know the, the release date soon. Congrats. Yeah, it's been a really interesting process going through because I've always been self-published, working with like official humans to like give me weekly updates and stuff. It's been weird. But I'm glad I'm glad I'm done. I'm glad I'm doing it with Stepping Beyond Intention. So we've gotted the book. Obviously, you know, I paid for a solid edit last time, but when it's going through the, the level of editing that proper publisher needs it's very like but no my baby no not that line oh wait 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 (sighs) yeah it's been it's been a bit torturous but I'm I'm really looking forward to it I'm looking forward to it getting it out into the world getting some more into it but we'll see we'll see so yeah guys make sure you go and grab it unleash we'll pop that in the show notes keep an eye out for the audiobook we are holding Amber accountable (laughs) to get it done I think you should do it in your voice my god you could like intersperse songs Uh, I think I want to yes I mean, like I, I did plan on doing it in my voice and maybe I will sing. I think there should be some singing parts. Generally. I'm definitely an ad lib just from like doing some book readings. I realized that I look at the page, but I just sort of like make up what's on the page. Like I just, <laughs> oh, like I just, so, Hey, you're going to get like a new experience. You might get a lot of side <laughs> stories on the audio version that aren't in the book. <laughs> Okay, I definitely need that. For better or worse. For better or worse. For better or worse. So on the cards, you've got um, audio book. Um, what else is what else is coming besides being a New York Times bestselling author as well? What else is on for 2023 for you? Hmm, writing more music. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great question. Um, doing more of what I really feel called to and aiming to trust that because it's one thing mm-hmm. to say it. And in practice, it's really stretching me to keep leaning into where my intuition flows and what I feel is right. And Mm -hmm. I'm moving through some of my own transformation of my business models and Mm. trusting that to keep going with where I feel that I'm called, where it brings me joy and the biggest impact, doing more speaking, doing more retreats and just shifting away from so much of a heavy focus on a service-based model and really stepping into being being able to teach more and lead more in a bigger Mm. way. And those are transitions that can be scary, but I'm just focused on trusting what really feels like the right next step. Mm, I love that. I love that. I mean, I think 
one of the questions I always ask myself when I feel like I'm stuck is, that, is there even anything you can freaking do right now? You know, well, why don't you enjoy the moment you're in right now? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when people are looking at the future and the things that there are to do, we lose sight of the fact that there isn't always something to do. And there isn't always clarity in this moment. But when you can build that relationship to self, build that authentic relationship to self, you can start to get those messages and that guidance and that intuition and that direction on what steps to take. Mm. Um, What's been your experience with that kind of thing? Hmm. Well, a few years ago, this conversation would be very different because I I started (laughs) my career. I am a strategist. I love using that strategy side of my brain and in business and in marketing. However, the downside of that can be so much planning that you use, lose the magic of the moment. And of Mm. like, we've been talking about just because I could keep doing these services or build a business this way, doesn't mean that it's my highest purpose or that it feels fun anymore. And so for Mm. me, my journey has been just testing it, testing, listening, and like learning how my intuition works. I love, there's a number of tools that I use, like human design is one of them learning Mm -hmm. how my energy works and pairing that. So letting that be the foundation to really get clear on Amber, what do I desire? How do I want to live? And now I know how to come over here and tap on the strategy's shoulder to say, now what's the strategy to do more of this. But when we're overly logical, sometimes we're over here thinking so much that we're, we're cut off from what we actually desire. And so Mm -hmm. for me, I've brought my intuition to the forefront and then I let the strategy support it. And so it's been like flipping the script for me. Mm. Let me in the freaking script. What's your human design type? I'm a projector. Uh, oh my God, I'm pretty sure it's three six. What's that? Are you? Of course, of course, you're a bloody projector. I said. Oh, do you know? Are you a manifesting generator? I'm a pure generator. Generator. I'm a okay. Gen- I'm a sacred generator. Um, and I am a solar plexus, so emotional decision maker. Yeah. So it's an interesting thing where my intuition has an answer, but I need to ride that ride the wave of it. sometimes for mm-hmm. weeks or months to like Mm -hmm. fully trust myself. I have a lot of open centers. I'm very empathic, intuitive. Like I just know things Mm -hmm. when I work with my clients, but Mm -hmm. it also can make me prone to conditioning or self-doubt or right. So it's like these cool things Mm -hmm. we learn about ourselves. Mm -hmm. You've been a projector makes so much sense now. Well, there you go. See, I I could could feel projectors. And I think what you hit on earlier about this whole authenticity conversation, like I have clients and friends who are like, well, I've always been myself. I don't have an issue with that. That's beautiful Mm -hmm. and amazing. And we all have different journeys. And part Mm -hmm. of this comes into play when we look at our backgrounds, our trauma, but also how our energy works or what our open or closed centers are. That can Mm -hmm. make so much sense as well around Mm -hmm. why some of us may have a rockier journey in really Mm -hmm. learning to trust ourselves and be our truest selves. And I think my kind of profile of all the things makes sense about why this this is the kind Mm -hmm. of work that I now guide others in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah yeah i feel that i feel that sage energy within you <laughs> except a little more like metal rah, 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 rah. <laughs> yeah yeah you do you, you you'll be the i'll be i'll be the oh and you'll be the oh together we'll make it work <laughs> together we'll be a team uh, um, are there any are there any nuggets that you feel that we've skipped over on this journey to empowering people to be more authentic in how they're showing up and tapping the abundance through that? Hmm. Just inviting everyone, no matter where you are, how successful or happy, 
be aware, like really just look at it with yourself. It's not that anyone's broken. There's nothing wrong, but I see a lot of people walking around and then they, they kind of brush this off. Like it's a conversation that is woo or doesn't really matter. But what's interesting is I found with every person who's coming up against some kind of growth edge, it's, this is where their opportunity lies. Mm-hmm. It, it's usually not some external strategy. It's usually something within them. And so I just invite people to look inward a little more. Look inward a little more. You probably do that better than I would. I'm going to leave that. that. Too long. Maybe there's a collab coming up in the future. <laughs> I don't know if I'm rock star status. I could maybe like ring the triangle. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Do you have triangles in rock music? No, but I would love like, to have on stage a violin and some bagpipes. That'd be cool. <laughs> I think that would fucking rock, to be honest. <laughs> and, but you're an absolute awesomely, awesomely awesome human. Thank you so much for coming to hang out with me today and to have this conversation. Um, Where's the best place for people to find out about you? Um, we're going to pop a link to the book. Um, sure. Where should, where should we send humans to, to connect? My with business, soul-seed.com or my name, Amber Sweener. I'm on all the platforms. All right. all right. We'll pop some links down for people to do that. Guys, you heard it here first. Authenticity rocks. I just did it. Make sure you grab Amber's book. Maybe Make we sure can put my music. music in the background. Like, hey, can my band like sponsor this episode? Just like put our music behind the. <laughs> I think we're going to do it. In Let's fact, do it. Doug could. Doug could. Can we put some intersplices of Amber's music throughout this episode in the most random places? <laughs> Done. <laughs> Guys, guys, be freaking authentic because of all the ways that you can be, why not do it that way? Remember, you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, and authentically beautiful purpose-driven life and keep dreaming with your eyes open. Bye for now.